welcome back to BS Reactor and part two of our chat about the 1997 mystery thriller, The Game. Check out part one so you have the full conversation. Some observant listeners noticed that we didn't do a warm-up last time. Don't worry, you didn't miss anything. We drove straight into the film for logistical reasons. The next one will definitely have a warm-up. As always, we use profanity and spoilers to get our points across. So if you're not into that kind of thing, you know what to do. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you. So he does get the address where the taxi took Christine. Mm -hmm. So he goes out there. There's a cable routing services or something outside. Yeah, like right, the, yeah. There's a Cab shitload of dumbass companies with CRS as yeah, a I think it was initials. Cable repair service. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But it's like, oh, this is like Christine lives here with someone else and mm -hmm. she's going to go put clothes on because she's in frumpy ass pajamas mm -hmm. so they can talk. And he starts looking around and just there's a price tag on the lamp. There's like an amount of facade that is insane in this place. Mm -hmm. Like all the picture frames are like torn out magazine pieces stuffed into a picture the frame. The books and are like half. The books cut. are like, yeah, cut in half and glued together into the shelf. Like it's just mm. it would have genuinely been cheaper and easier to make this real. Right. Yeah. Than how ludicrously cheap it is. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone ever read those like Reader's Digest books? You know what I'm talking about? Like, the, oh, yeah. The it, classic. Well, I'm in line. Like, well, I was in line at the grocery store. Yeah. Oh, no. Like the, the actual books they put together. Yeah. They do like no. leather bound whatever no, things no. that have been in every thrift store ever. No. So he's, you know, freaking out because this is obviously a setup. Like the fridge is completely empty. It's, mm -hmm. Nobody actually lives here. Mm -hmm. So she hints that there's a camera and the smoke detector and that fucking we can talk somewhere else let's go for a drive and he's like done with this shit and he's like no I'm gonna tell you come out of here so he I'm just like, like breaks the fucking smoke detector and then she's like oh god now you've done it and some dudes come out of the cable van with like mm -hmm. a fucking professional hit team yeah, like, Ooh, yeah. with, <laughs> with the cleaner right like right. there's somebody wheeling a trash can that's got uh -huh. a, a tub of lye and some shit <laughs> like <laughs> literally I know where a pig farm is and shit like like they're gonna take care of this yeah, and he's like, like, oh. like so they're they're on the run from a hit squad <laughs> and eventually peel out in his car which somehow they didn't cover because they're you know professionals right yeah which I thought was funny that they went off the back and no one was back there yeah. well, just told you realize oh wait a minute something's different these why people does are that he keep trusting her yeah he just yeah, does so like she's she's talking about we do this all the time and well blah, blah, blah. like oh they're cleaning out your accounts they use right, the thing your to get your passwords yeah. yeah so he fucking calls up his Swiss bank accounts mm -hmm. and does all the verbal countersign shit in front of her mm -hmm. like an idiot uh -huh. when she just said she works for them and they do this all the time and yeah. there's here to steal your money <laughs> see how is he still not more suspicious of her he's mm -hmm. never even heard of social engineering yes mm -hmm. Yeah, and then she's like, they've stolen all your money. And then he checks, and oh no, they've stolen all my money. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna call my he, lawyer. Like, he gets a hold of his lawyer, uh -huh. who is like, look, I got your message, I checked, your money's fine. Mm -hmm. All the accounts are fine. Then she's like, oh, they got to him too. <laughs> As he's being convinced, everyone has turned on him or some shit. Mm -hmm. The drugs start taking hold, because he, he went out to like an old family cabin or that, something. Uh, that what got me. I'm like, why would you take fucking anything from this woman who has told you multiple times she's working for this company <laughs> and you shouldn't trust her and she's like here here have some drink 
Yeah, and I, I, was like, I implicitly yeah. trust as, you. As soon as he took that, I was like, oh, there's fucking I'm drugs totally in there. not going to wake up in a coffin yeah. in Mexico. Yeah, he wakes. <laughs> I love that the coffin is shitty, actually. I really yeah. I really love that it's, it's like, like an a open shitty air coffin. Yes. It's like a shitty deteriorating coffin because it's mm-hmm. not like the panic we have to get out of here. It just breaks as soon as he pushes yeah. on it. As soon as he got that coffee mug, I was like, there's obviously drugs in there. Which I will concede that maybe it was a perfectly well built coffin. It's just that he's so fucking ripped that he just oh, slammed yeah. the lid off. He just used his pen particles to accelerate whatever. Secretly, Ant-Man is the freaking strongest Avenger ever. So he's in Mexico somewhere. No ID, no money, no Uh passport. passport. He he Uh goes to like an American embassy. Can't speak Spanish. Yeah. And it's just like the guy he talks to is like, I mean, look, it's going to take a long time to do official channel stuff, whatever. But you got a really nice watch. A real nice watch. Seems to me man with a watch like that doesn't have passport problems. (laughs) And the watch wig and the watch, by the way, is one that came from his his mother. Watch engraved to yeah. him by his mother for his 18th birthday to like pass down. Yeah, uh-huh. it was yeah. basically a family heirloom type shit. So he has to pawn his fucking watch to get money to go back to the States. To San Francisco. And then he's like in truck stop diners. Hitchhiking. Begging for rides and offering like his last $18. Dollars, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like what, 59 cents? Mm-hmm. He gets back home. He fucking scales the gate, which he does with a practiced mm-hmm. ease. He has done this before. For. <laughs> but it's for sale now. Oh, oh like, yeah, it's, it's been foreclosed. Okay, right? I'm sorry. Someone like that, there's no taxes on that house. It's already no. been paid off. Yeah, yeah, it's it's silly to think that there'd be anything. No, like, his that, financial yeah. situation is on a paper tiger. He owns that house. Yes, like he owns it, but it was paid off by his parents. Right. If he's from that money, that thing is I mean, not, it might I have like, been repossessed for debts or something, yeah. but whatever. Does he have debts when he makes So he yeah. thinks, okay, who can I actually trust? that will tell me the truth about things well, he goes, to a painful extent. He goes extent. and finds To Kill a Mockingbird yes. yeah. book in his house and takes that with him. Uh-huh. He goes to the hotel where his brother was and the manager takes him aside and is like, uh, your brother caused some fucking scenes and was taken away by police. And like, Ooh. well, shit. Mm-hmm. So he can't talk to his brother. He doesn't know who to turn to. So he winds up finding his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. As he takes a supremely crazy looking shower where he was just like, I know, he just really needed to be clean. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. It was kind of weird because you just like, like grunting and stuff. I was like, fucking, oh. His ex-wife has contacted him a couple times in this and uh-huh. he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I don't have time for you, bye. Yeah. <laughs> but she seems just like desperate to My, connect with him I, the whole time. I mm-hmm. have an issue with his relationship with his ex-wife because if we'll I was her there. husband, yeah, we'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. I'll talk about it later. Yeah. So I was, we'll if there. I was her husband, I'd be like, what the fuck's going on? So he meets her fucking somewhere. I don't even know where the hell they are. They're just in some restaurant. Yeah, some diner but, like, or something. He gives her a speech about He's She's like, really uh, the only person he can trust. And uh-huh. he's really sorry about how he wasn't there and about mm-hmm. how he put. I was a shitty husband yeah. speech. Yeah. He understands why she left, why she needed to leave. Uh-huh. Yada, yada. And then he's just sitting there and that guy from the TV advertisement. There was from. Yeah. It's like yeah. The, the guy who did the sales pitch at CRS is on this TV ad. And he's like, holy shit, he's an actor. Uh-huh. Right. So he like goes and borrows his ex-wife's car. Who she? Mm-hmm. He just says, hey, I need your car. 
it to the he wife. He does this absolutely fantastic move where he's like, hey, can I borrow the yellow pages to the restaurant? It, it and just, just doesn't wait for an answer and rips that shit off the wall. He's Which, just, like, like why that cord is not subtle. This man yes. is ripped. <laughs> yeah, so he's calling around acting agencies, whatever the fuck, to find this guy. Uh-huh. Try to get him for an audition. Finds out he's at the zoo uh-huh. with his family and goes and fucking gets him there. Uh-huh. At and, gunpoint. And, the, yeah, the dude's just like, oh, shit, not look, my uh-huh. kids are here. And it's like, that's fine. Send them away a little bit. And the gun, by the way, comes out. Or I'm sorry. We need to point out when he stops somewhere, somebody tries to jack the car. Uh-huh. And he's just <laughs> like, I'm very fragile right now. And pulls a gun <laughs> out of the book. <laughs> the a, car a revolver like, that looks like a fist. Oh, yeah. The carjacker's yeah. just like, fuck that. Okay. <laughs> you like, win, man. Like you have a good I, day, have, sir. I have a note in here that the gun is inside the book just in case you need to kill a mockingbird. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, James Redhorn is an incredible actor. You know, has the whole scene of like, look, man, it was just a job. You know, like the, the, right, they, yeah. they call me. You know, it's leave my kids out. He's like, I'm with my kids, man. Come mm-hmm. on, yeah. So, so they show up at the real office. Yeah. So he gets him to take him to CRS, hiding under a blanket in the back seat because that's the kind of shit security don't look for. Mm-hmm. I have a note in here about for a guy with no crime scene experience, he is a hell of a practiced infiltrator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets to like the the cafeteria or whatever where all of the people involved in this like the cops they talked to the mm-hmm. people in the street i think the fucking carjackers yeah, <laughs> yeah. Carjackers. All this like the cafeteria ho- situation yeah, the hobo yeah. who was next to the phone uh <laughs> people at the club yeah the uh, dudes yeah. that were talking about the crs at the club the waiter uh-huh. tr- metro d at the place yeah, so just like everybody involved is just having lunch yeah and he you know chilling. marches up to christine who is smart business attire now like she's in charge of some shit oh, yeah. here mm-hmm. yeah. yeah she was talking to the carjacker yeah <laughs> comes up to her with a fucking gun and she's like okay and like he basically takes her hostage in front of security mm-hmm. and they just open the fuck up in this cafeteria oh, yeah, yeah. on him so he <laughs> He's got to like run with his hostage. They're making bullet holes in the wall too. So like they're really trying to sell this. Well, like it's just everybody around is acting like super shocked that he showed up with a gun, and it's like, are you serious? <laughs> like, yeah. Has no one ever like he's not even that good of a I'm gonna find stuff out person. Yeah, are you talking about no one? No other person's ever showed up there with a gun. <laughs> like you're surprised he's mad at you. I know, right? Okay, so takes her to the roof, right? Yes, takes him out to the roof where he's like, "You're gonna bring me somebody in charge, right?" Mm-hmm. At some point in here, he turns her around and pushes her away a little bit she gets a good look at the gun and then it's like that's not an automatic that's not from our guards where the hell did you get that like it's my gun like no 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 we searched the house where did you get that and like you didn't search good enough and then she's like on the radio freaking out like he's got a real fucking gun out of here like it's like don't open the doors she's acting great over here crying the the implication being that they were still controlling everything about it except this gun was overlooked yes right so now her life is genuinely in danger when it was wasn't supposed to be and all those guards had fake guns mm-hmm and, and then the door busts open. Cutting through the doors, and he's going to shoot whoever yes. the fuck. He keeps yelling. He and has she a keeps, gun. He well, a gun. And she he keeps saying, guns. like, it's, it's all a game. It's all been a game. Your brother's on the other side of that door with a bottle of champagne, okay? It's for your birthday. And like, <laughs> like, please, God, don't shoot me. He's like, like, don't shoot. He has a real gun, guys. So like guys, the, he has a real gun. But like, there's, real like, gun. saws cutting through the lock. Like, uh-huh. fucking intense <laughs> shit, right? Which I'm like, okay, 
if well, if you're gonna say there's no one behind there that you should shoot, and then she's also like assault. yelling, "He's mm-hmm. got a real gun! Stay away from the doors!" <laughs> then the fucking doors open. He fires and shoots his brother in the stomach. Right? Oh, like, he's so uh, happy. And like the bottle explodes right through the bottle like, of champagne. Oh, dude, yeah, what? just absolutely fucking amazing. And so, then he is traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go it's to like, what happens left, what would happen? Once we figure out what happens again, what would happen if he would shot him in the head? They got scripts for that. Oh, okay. Too long. I don't think he did. I don't like. So I think the implication is he didn't shoot at all. Like it's a blank, and the squib goes off and blows. Well, he, the, he yeah. shot. Yeah, but I'm saying he aimed for the stomach, like chest. Yeah, but well, he aimed I mean, for like, the head. It's a traumatic yeah. thing. He's not yeah. going to be like, oh my god, my aim was yeah, way he, off today. The guy, the not guy like who when holds I was the gun, like a seltzer bottle, isn't going to be like, oh, that's not where it was pointed. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But just like Christine and the actor guy immediately like crumple around the fucking brother and like, oh shit, oh like, shit, he's oh, really god, dying. Somebody oh, call an ambulance. Yeah. Oh crap, we're gonna get sued. We're going to jail. Yeah, like, oh God, we're all going to Our jail. Times we're are all over. going to jail. And, and he thinks he's, he's actually killed like, his brother. Oh, this was all a game. He's lost everything. Plus, he just killed his brother. Uh-huh. And there's a ledge right over there. Uh-huh. And it like replays the scenes of his dad dying. And he walks over and just pitches down and falls slowly through this big glass <laughs> dome. Eats himself and, off the roof. <laughs> yeah, it's like right into a giant inflatable cushion thing designed to catch him. And a safety team comes out. Out. They're just like Mr. Van Orton's breakaway glass, but keep your eyes closed. It can cut you. We gotta gotta brush it out into <laughs> his birthday party. Hey, hey. <laughs> happy birthday! I'm like, wait, wait, and like his brother's still there and holds up a T-shirt that's like, I got drugged and left for dead in Mexico, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> like, ta-da. do you think they printed that shirt before or after they dropped him off in Mexico? I probably, think before. probably before. Yeah, yeah, I was, it was a before thing. <laughs> Or do you, you think that's the package that he ordered? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like it was unrelated to anything else that happened. It was it's just like, he had to work that in there so the shirt worked. And right. then the best part of it is he just is happy and is like, okay, he comes to hug yeah, his brother. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. it's chill. Like, yeah. like, at that point, I think he's just happy to be alive and not have killed his brother. <laughs> yes, right? I understood that part. Even but though after a, t- that, a team of professionals gaslit yes. him into suicide. He thinks that he killed himself. He's okay. He hugs his brother. He thought he shot, which I understand understand that part but then what happens after that well like there's a lot of weird shit in that sequence that like ilsa is there and his lawyer is there and uh-huh. they didn't know yes yeah and people are like what an entrance like it's crazy that you should like they have no idea he just tried to kill himself they yeah. think yes. he just chose to enter his birthday uh-huh. party through <laughs> exactly. the roof like a crazy With his person goddamn perfect hair yes. yeah <laughs> and fucking <laughs> like People are just congratulating him and wishing him a happy birthday. And he like, he looks shell shocked. The one dude was like, yeah, I'm glad you jumped because otherwise I would have to throw you off the building. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. How did y'all? So y'all just knew he was going to jump. Somehow yeah. he was going. Oh, yeah. They knew it was, he was going to end up they, on the roof. They knew he was a, a suicide. Like they knew he was going to end up on the roof and they knew that he was a going to kill himself or B. They're going to have opportunity to take him and throw him off a roof. Mm-hmm. And just fucking like his brother's signing off on the charges for yeah. it. And he fucking offers to split the yes. bill like he's excited yeah. After, that this happened he's okay with everything that happened to him whereas i would be like well i guess you got me i All guess i am gonna kill my brother to his today birthday yes. party are like chill that they just watched him try to kill himself to yes. start the day yes <laughs> and like from the perspective that kills me is like his lawyer and his caretaker right like they have both watched him become increasingly erratic and uh-huh. disappearing frequently
frequently mm-hmm. and like be in dangerous situations. As far as his lawyer knows, he did have attempts on his life. Yeah. And as far as the housekeeper lady knows, somebody did break in and completely fuck up the house. Yes. Right. He and disappeared right after that. For a, we don't know how long he was in Mexico. At least a couple days. Right. Had, yeah. It had to be at least. I would say more than a week, because if you think about it, he had walked a lot of places and he had a... Well, like, he woke up definitely the next day, at least. Mm -hmm. It took him more than a day to get out of that town. He he was, like, overnight in that truck to get from where that diner was. So, like... Three days minimum. Mm-hmm. He didn't that come he was home. just gone and out of contact. Yep, didn't come home. Didn't tell her that he was not going to be there. So she's probably like, oh, uh, calling and then, his office. And then his brother just comes by and is like, hey, come to his birthday party. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he falls through the fucking ceiling into mm-hmm. it and doesn't know where he is. Oh, and <laughs> like, by the way, she probably goes out to the birthday party realizing that the gates have been locked with a note saying that it's been foreclosed on. Meaning that she no longer yeah, has a she home. she fucking lives there. She right? no longer has a home. <laughs> you don't need to tell her that. Uh-huh. And so she has to just go like, oh. Like, did they kick her out? With the, like, Did the brother say, oh, don't worry about that. Did brother put her up at a hotel and be like, oh, this is going to be funny. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, that. Like, don't, oh, don't worry it's about a, that foreclosure. It's rich people pranks. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. And so that happens. It's like, what the fuck? And he just, <laughs> so he's like, hey, where's uh, the lady who played Costume And like, at? his poor fucking lawyer, like, more uh-huh. than once in the course of this has been like, tell me I don't have anything to worry about. Yes. Because like, he's just watching this dude uh-huh. crack the fuck up and then he vanishes. Someone that, <laughs> someone that he who presumably <laughs> has known for at least 20 years. Right. Yeah. And they have like close personal and professional relationships. Yes. trying to convey with the movie because I, I think that we're kind of getting there that this is absolutely fucked up and not how psychology works <laughs> but they're starting to say they're, they're trying to break down his defense mechanisms that he used to distance himself from the people in his life they take his money away they take his status away they take his assumption of sanity away your family connections like all that sort of stuff they pull away from him they make him insecure about things that he was confident about just to break him down yeah But again, that's not how that works. So (laughs) I get what they're trying to do, but it's just, but what's the point? Yeah. And like, so the first time watching through this movie and I get, we're kind of tipping towards the end of this thing because it's rolled right after Yeah, we have one more. I actually, I didn't see the very end of this because I had to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) So the very end of this, he's saying goodbye to everyone and he sees Christine leaving for the airport to go to her next assignment in Australia. Somebody said, oh, she said something about catching a plane. She was going to go get a cab. Yeah. So he goes and says, hey, want to go out sometime? And she's like, well, I'm sorry. uh, I have a pl- you I have don't to go even to know my name. You, you, don't, don't, even, yeah. you don't know my name. You don't know who I really am. Like, I have to go to Australia for another job. But he's like, okay, well, when you get back, we'll go. And she's like, okay. And then she's like, like oh, why don't you come to the airport you with me? You have coffee with me. 
He goes, oh, <laughs> like, then he goes, okay, what's your name? She says her name and then she lies. Says, oh, I'm like, sorry. Oh, I'm from Omaha or yeah. no, no, no. Nope. She says she's like from Oklahoma or something. And then yeah. she's like, oh, I'm sorry. No, really. I'm from. Ca- sorry. I've Colorado. been doing this too long. Yeah. It was like, she has spent the last what week or so exclusively gaslighting. Yes. you. Everything she like, says you like, is that she has traumatized to you to the point of yes. trying to jump <laughs> off a building and succeeding. It, the fact that she's still, when she's talking to you, presumably telling you the truth, she doesn't tell you the truth. I mean, this is not a meet cute. Like, yes. what are you going to tell your kids? Oh, she, she tried to make me kill myself. <laughs> oh, kooky, right? She, she think, pulled it off, really. She made me think I was destitute, and I ended up in Mexico in a, in a grave <laughs> she, by myself. She drugged me and left me for dead in the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. In Mexico. In Mexico. The kids no find the shirt, and it was like, oh, this is our love letter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so hilarious, kids. <laughs> and that's how I met your mother. Uh-huh. <laughs> When she was pregnant oh. with you, she had to take a break from doing it to other people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she had to it's take a family a- business now. But oh, hey, you see the actor right there? Yeah, your mama ruined his life for that week. <laughs> he cried. He cried. He Stepped actually, in front of a bus. Do you remember when he had that big breakdown and wasn't in movies for a while? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, honey, wasn't it crazy how you made him kill his mother and his daughter at the same time? Yeah. And you took Polaroids of it. Uh huh. <laughs> Oh, geez. So, yeah, the first time through this movie, there's a bunch of twists and turns and intrigue. And it's interesting as you watch it. It is an interesting movie. It's well filmed. David Fincher will make people do like a thousand takes of a scene until he gets like exactly what he wants. I forgot that I had a thing in my notes in here that right before he goes over the edge to be like, shoot her before you go, man. Yeah, (laughs) at least. At least. (laughs) She did this to you. It's a very competently made film. However, the second time through this movie, this movie is fucking stupid. It's so yeah, it's, dumb. it's definitely without being in the same ride he's on. You can't mm-hmm. comprehend any of his no, decisions. No, it's and like the twist, especially is this movie. that he keeps trusting this woman that keeps leading him into traps. <laughs> my my right? thing is is literally the whole. So what you what you give it as probably going to my little. Right? Oh, what would I get? Yeah. So first time through, I would say I don't know. It's I don't know, probably seven and a half out of ten. So, okay. Just like what it is. Otherwise, I would say second time through, we're probably getting towed to the bottom sixes. It really is about the experience of it as opposed to the analysis of it, because none of it matches theory and practice within anything philosophical or psychological. It just, yeah, it just not hold water. I wouldn't make and it's it not like, a fucking game. <laughs> there's, yeah, that there's no goals. The there's no progress. There's no point described as a vacation or a game. And it's like it, there's there's some game like elements early on. He's not solving shit shit and they just keep fucking him harder like, there's the one point where i'm like oh we're playing a game we're like i'm just this is like the origin story for jigsaw where he's randomly right? thrown into the fucking bay in a cab and he yes. has the tool he needs in his inventory uh-huh i was like oh there it is there's one element yeah. of gameplay so we got secret of monkey island once yeah <laughs> like, so i will give this movie out of five i'll give it a 3.5 actually i'll give it a four okay only be uh, yeah four only because it does what trying to do but michael douglas's character is so stupid that a lot of this stuff actually no at 3.5 because <laughs> 3.5 because a lot of this stuff wouldn't have happened if he was a regular person because if first of all if you see a doll lying in your driveway behind a gated fence 
and it's in the same position as your father, roughly the same size as your father, and looking crazy, I'm not bringing that shit into my house. Oh, no, definitely as soon as I saw that, yeah. I would have had my boots straight up my brother's ass. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, defi- what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm right? definitely not bringing it into not my house. Not appropriate. I'm definitely not, okay. <laughs> not putting it in a chair that is looking at me. I'm definitely not putting my fingers in it to take anything out. That's how That's you lose a finger. Yeah. Second, I'm not trusting that one girl who I have shown has lied to me a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And even if I thought it was a game and she was part of the game, to me, the game was over when I woke up in Mexico with no money, no passport. <laughs> and I, mean, I, understand, I understand where he was coming from after that, because after that, he was just like, fuck these people. Yeah. Yeah. They deserve what's coming. And I definitely <laughs> wouldn't at the end of the movie, after I realized everything was just part of the game and my destitution, me trying to kill myself, me killing my brother, I would not just be like, oh, man, that's crazy. Hey man, I hope you pay you, for half of this. You pranked hey, me thank good. You. Yeah, that, that was a good one, guys. That was, I would have been like, fuck, I would have just killed my brother <laughs> and just started killing people until they stopped me. I, 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 it wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. So 3.5, because shit wouldn't have happened. Uh huh. Where are you at, Evan? <laughs> I don't know if I'm that far, but I'm in that direction. We're just even my notes are just like everyone's just chill that he tried to kill himself in front of them. Like, that's the yeah. fun part of this. Party. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I, I don't I do not comprehend the ending even a little bit where it's like, oh, this was suddenly like if he had been after any of the being chased by gun toting maniacs sequences kind of exhilarated about it and felt like he was really alive. Yes. Or if, like if it had come up at all that he felt like he was really living for once and that this was exciting yeah and not horrifying at every turn mm-hmm. i might buy it yeah there was no part where he but was the, like yeah there's no part where he enjoys any it. bit of this yes yeah because up to a year after this happened to this character if he legit gets kidnapped and thrown in a van he's not gonna be like oh this is just part of the game or whatever yes. <laughs> well, like if it were a thing where he was being scared straight because he's a miserly old scrooge or some right? shit i would get it there's but, no like, character development But like he seems aside from being too rich to give a shit about a bunch of stuff, he seems like he's trying to be nice. Yes, he's not a bad guy. He's maybe callous about the waitress being fired or whatever. But Mm -hmm. then he, you know, makes sure she can get cleaned up and gets her a cab home and checks on her. Yeah, he paid for all that. He tries to do right by people in the way that he understands. Mm -hmm. It just... It feels real fucking weird. Yeah, you just, you needed more character work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It just, yeah, I don't understand. I needed more character work and I needed the plot of their game to be less howling lunacy and sudden gunfights. I feel like if this, if this happened now, I would want like an app on his phone with like little progress markers or something. Something. Or like achievements or like they could offer him DLC or like. like, I I don't understand how you would win this game. You don't. (laughs) You, you just, fucking kill yourself. Yeah. It's just you, like the game is, we, we do a game. trying to speed run this thing. It's like, we don't have the bag up yet, sir. Like, it's like, make the bag happen. Like, literally, we just, like, the whole point was him to lose his damn mind. He's trying to clip jump up the wall and, to and, get to oh, the and jump. Also, too, how I mean, much, it, how I'm much. I'm sure it changed the things he values. How much business and money did he lose during these, like, 
I'll say a week That's of a shit that happened to him because he kept canceling. Like definitely a week minimum. At least, a, like mm-hmm. he definitely canceled a bunch of important meetings. Well, maybe like his CFO and took then over or something. Disappeared. Yes, and then things too. He was on the phone talking to people about stocks that were happening in real time. Uh huh. Like so, he's watching the stock ticker yes, when he goes home. So exactly. It's, like, it's at least important to him. Yeah, exactly. So how much business did he lose? How much money did his people lose? Mm-hmm. Well, and he makes Customers a point use. when they're emptying accounts. Or yeah. Whatever, that that's not just about him. That the accounts he manages are also people's pensions and shit. Yes. Yeah. That like if he's not watching those. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. you just destituted a bunch of people. And I'm just like, so how many people that happened to? Like how much money were they've had otherwise that they don't have because of this sh- because mm-hmm. of this shit? This is not a easy thing just to do. I'm like and, yeah. and he just once again at the end, just is like, oh, huh, shit happens. Let's have fun. He doesn't try to call for support anyone at his company. No. I mean he calls his ex-wife, he calls He calls his secretary, yeah. but just to do stuff. Does he not trust any of his staff? Does he not have good relationships with any of the people there? Just his lawyer. <laughs> From what it looks like, what it looks like his secretary or personal assistant, she has a good relationship with him. She knows what to do when he asks her to do stuff, and right. he's not like mean to her. There's a bunch of people at the party. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Like, why did he try to contact any of those people? Fuck him, I guess. And once yeah. again, let's, <laughs> when forgot, let's talk about his relationship with his ex-wife. His ex-wife. Calls oh, fucking, him. Yeah, no, we were going to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just calls him and checks up on him all the time, even though he never has time for mm-hmm. her. But like, there's a real fucking awkward moment where she's leaving the party. Yes. He goes for the hug and she goes for the full on the lips kiss. She kisses him on the lips in front of her husband mm-hmm. and daughter while she's pregnant with their other kid. <laughs> Which is ouch for the, <laughs> the new guy. Like, Which, she makes it pretty clear over the course of this that she's not over him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he, like, she literally says, I will, pretty much like, I will always love you. I'll always call you on your birthday. And, like, he goes, oh, you don't be, he even made a comment when she called him on his birthday. Like, oh, you almost missed my birthday. That's weird. And they have a kid also, together, right? He also no. dodged no. her calls all day. Yes. Yeah. And then it was oh. just like, oh, you almost missed it because she called it like 1140 or some yeah. uh-huh. shit. She called him twice or at least once or twice at his office, then called his personal phone and called his house. I'm like, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with having a good relationship with your ex-husband slash wife. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people whose parents were like that, and it's fine. Yeah. Because you realize, hey, you know, we make better friends than lovers slash married, right? right? Yeah. So understandable. But even if we are, I don't know if I could get with my wife kissing her ex-husband on the lips yeah that would be awkward it's a little weird yes and not say anything about it and she's very clearly not over it like no no i mean she just gives her ex-husband her car she doesn't even ask why while he's being crazy and has disappeared for a week or some shit and running around with a book he like took a shower and he's not grime fucked up anymore but he's still just wearing whatever the hell was in the house and Uh he was crazy when the the woman dropped off his water with ice and he goes no no this has been open freaking out about it being open and i need no ice just yeah. Clear, but, but I'm like acting crazy and she doesn't ask any questions as why he needs her car. Mm-hmm. All that he says is, I'm sorry that I did this to you. I'm sorry that you're the only person I could trust in my life. 
Unless she's happy some... to have an in back, man. Yeah. Or maybe he's like paying her or something. I mean, probably paid her money during the divorce. There's probably, but, plenty, yeah. there's probably some alimony involved. Settlements, though, like that ends eventually if they don't have kids, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I she, she got you. remarried. Once you get remarried, you don't get like alimony from your ex. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure he paid her some money. But it's still like, it's weird that. That depends she, on how your divorce decree works. That's true. Yeah, that's, but right. it's weird that she is obviously still in love with this guy, which you, I mean, you could marry someone and still be in love with them. Like, I'm still going to love you because we've been together X long and but I'm still going to place my heart for you. But mm-hmm. she's like in love with him. Yeah, obviously, yeah. she was in love with him. And I'm just like, dude, what the hell is up with that? Uh-huh. Is that kid really hers or really the, her husband's? Well, yeah. I don't know. It has to be because he's really ah. hers. Okay. Yeah, right. It <laughs> is it all be. just part of the game? Yes. God. <laughs> is she part of the game? Was she supposed to give him? Who knows? Yeah, like, did they call her up and like, hey, do this stuff. And we're like, gonna hey, be- if your ex-husband drops by looking for a car, hit him up. It would make an equal amount of sense if it did a flashback at the very end and he really did jump off that building. Yeah. So, like, uh, you know. That would have been hilarious. So, yeah, um, it's a really interesting movie. It's less interesting the more you watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not, like, catastrophic. Like, no. uh, have you ever seen Signs? Yeah. <laughs> phenomenal jump scary horror movie the first Uh time but if you give it a second thought it unravels immediately a little bit yeah but i will say there is a theory with signs that like brings it back for me yeah well that they're not aliens they're demons still anyways yeah (laughs) why would that that still wouldn't make sense still not okay because it's not because they're allergic to water it's because it's holy water at that point sure i don't know i'm getting sidetracked did did, did he bless it did he bless all of it yeah he did by him picking it up and saying, hey, but he left the faith. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. He yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he recounts at the end when everything's <laughs> over. I'm getting sidetracked. Anyway, you were going to say. That made no damn sense. So, yeah, no. for me, it, it's definitely like it did the things it wanted to do, but I'm not sure that it went the right way to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it is compelling. It is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a fun watch. As an artifact of 97. I don't <laughs> regret watching the movie. I no. just regret the idea that this guy is just going to fucking do I just like this dude is in so much trouble and he's a naturally like his job and his whatever make him aggressive and suspicious and somehow that shit mm-hmm. disappears. Yes. Yeah. His whole knack of not trusting people and going by his gut did not work at all when it came to this game. Uh-huh. Like his confidence and just uh, at no time did he besides going to the cops at one time did he say, you know what, let me stop doing what I'm doing and just call the cops. It wasn't until he came back from Mexico that he's like, I'm going to yeah. go get the cops. Or it was before Mexico. No, it was after he got fucking thrown in the harbor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's the game. That that's is an the interesting game, yeah. take on a weird idea that I still don't get how that was a vacation. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> or how like his brother thought positively enough of the experience to pass it on. Or anyone else in that group. Yeah. Or anyone period, because apparently they have a London office, a New York office. <laughs> they have They're going to Australia. Off. Yeah. Like, this is a global company that people are good with doing this. I do want to see what the actual numbers are and those costs because it's yeah. got to be fucking nuts. Just the cleanup and setup stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, how I'm much it costs to get the car fished out of the ocean into, into fake police services uh-huh. and an ambulance, ambulance and two cops <laughs> the building shit the amount of collateral damage that happened just because that taxi was zooming through red lights and shit and almost caused accidents like yeah, that's a lot of liability nuts mm-hmm. and then how much cost it get him to get into mexico and no one mess with him yeah the more you think about it like yeah. he must have been like you know 600 million dollars or some yeah insane number but it's like 
why yeah. <laughs> no idea and this is like insular rich people world mm-hmm. or whatever it's, it's just, just you know the kind of stuff they gotta do to feel something were those really his kids now that I think about it were those really his kids at the zoo probably not or did he just who knows man he's just like oh these are my kids and told them to go over <laughs> is here is the actor like oh if you pay me extra I'll bring my kids into this yeah like <laughs> wave a gun at him he can throw him off a building was whatever weird? Like, no big that's, deal that should be that something was up because as soon as he pulled into the garage screws I was like hmm something's weird here. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you think that automatically? And he's like, you're not supposed to be here. How the fuck you know he ain't supposed to be here? <laughs> also, side note. Nobody called him. Uh, Michael Douglas is in a Chinese movie, came out, I don't know, a year or two ago, called Animal World. Yeah. And there's like a superhero type character that's dressed like a clown. Look it up. It looks thematically similar to the clown in this movie. <laughs> Animal World? Animal World. And I'm going to IMDb right now to look. I'm going to look that up, but for now, I think I'm going to put a wrap on a series of stuff. And next time we will be back with a new series of things, which is whose turn is it? Oh, it'll be my turn. And the series again is things that make me feel something. It can go a lot of directions in that. We'll have fun with it. So good night. Good luck out there. Don't smoke dope and make babies. BES Reactor is recorded in the Midwestern United States by a group of nerds that would ask way, way, way more questions before agreeing to a gaming session. And some of us have LARPed for money. All voices, music, and mixing are put together by us. All rights reserved. The song playing right now is something our music guy did for a competition that he probably has no hope of winning, but he thinks it slaps. And also he realized the track he actually wrote for the voiceover was way too distracting, so he ended up using it for the intermission track. Yay, behind the scenes drama. Anyway, if you like us, hate us, or feel overwhelmingly neutral towards us, let us know on Instagram, SoundCloud, or our website, BESReactor.com. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you. And a hearty fuck Carpendale. <laughs>